0: Where last we left off, the quacko Paco had been taken into police custody. Sans Schmidt, who was taken into medical custody. Gimli managed to charm the nighttime guard at the DTPD, where the gang was being held until police could commence their investigation in the morning. This resulted in a strong bond that ended up with Eric, the prison guard, opening all of the cells. When Gimli and Cindy decided not to push their luck with the law or otherwise saw no reason to leave, Elodie had Pokemon missing, not to mention the rare artifact the Hooperine that got them into this trouble in the first place, and who knows what kind of trouble the ring could cause if it ended up in the wrong hands. Elodie successfully smooth-talked her way out of the jail, onto a date with a cop, introducing Town to the newest, most hip thing in cool, and retrieving all of her lost Pokemon before finding herself in trouble on the back of a police Samurott somewhere to the west of Town, alongside Brandon, who believes he's accompanying a young Unovan royal diplomat. With Schmidt's current condition unknown, with minutes until midnight, Elodie, Gimli, and Cindy, what will you do? Who will we checking in with first? That's a good question. Let's just for the simplicity of it, um, take a look with, or my assumed simplicity, I guess, with uh, Cindy and Gimli and the passed out Sarah who is occupying Elodie's cell. <laughs> um, your cells are still open. Uh, there's no one on guard except for Noctowl. Knocked Noctowl Knocked is just kind of vibing. Um, you are unsure if there are others in the police station at this moment.
1: Cindy is crying as she counts down to her birthday behind okay. bars.
0: Um, roll a D one hundred.
1: I rolled two D tens, and I got a ten and a two.
0: Okay, yeah. Um, so that,
1: is that two? Like,
0: yeah, that's no. Well, yeah. is there one of them that had zeros on it?
1: I I rolled I like dice roller. Uh, d10 okay the first people. one was a
0: 10 yeah okay yeah just i wanted flavor so just yeah just a two just it, a two it's it's like <laughs> it's a it's a dozen seconds until um oh no no yeah no the the one for the first one would be a 10 because it's uh fuck wait what's my d100 math i think i is it the,
2: Isn't
1: the, the zero, zero, like zero 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 it's uh if it's zero zero it's zero a it's a hundred it is just a two
0: it is just a so two, it is thank just you. a two, yeah. Because yeah, a one would make it
1: 12.
0: My D100 thoughts were um, scattered. Yeah, um, Cindy realizes it is two seconds until midnight. <laughs> uh, and it, with without much celebration, uh, unless there's a bonus action from Sarah or Gimli or Noctowl, it will ring into Cindy's birthday in jail. <laughs> um, hey, <kid. laughs> Happy birthday, by the way. We'll get out of this. Don't worry. We'll actually go for a celebration. It'll be fine. I hope so. It'll be okay. Don't worry. Little pat on the head. So I'm assuming you're not in your cell then? <laughs> no, it's not, it's not okay, locked. Okay, good. I was just checking. Um, Sarah is snoring. She's honk-shoeing. Does, do these two have any other plans for this night besides perhaps just sleeping? I don't think so. I think we're just waiting till Leave morning them. at this point. Okay.
1: Unless Elodie needs help with the Switcheroo. If and when she yeah, gets we'll back. Yeah, we'll figure that out
0: when we get there. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um. This is an appropriate segue to visit Elodie. Now that it is a new day in a very video gamey fashion, I need you to roll what previously was a D100, but because I forgot to do this before, it actually maps out to work pretty well to be a, a, a D20. So please do a mysterious roll on a D20 with no bonuses.
2: Got it. Six.
0: Six. Okay. Great. You don't know what that's for. Maybe you can guess, uh, but we will leave it at that. I'll give some flavor, actually. Um, Cindy, Gimli, before you're about to turn in, uh, you detect a, a sense of like shuffling from inside of the locker. Uh, do you do anything with this knowledge?
1: I like a chocolate pie.
0: Cindy's no. eating some birthday cake. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I said, is it the toga egg?
0: Perhaps we would have
1: to investigate. I guess we'll investigate.
0: Okay. Um, is Cindy getting up? Sure. Cool. Um, I'm he not gonna, is gonna make it. You... A
1: birthday cake? No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I. You don't have to roll to open up a locker and look inside. Um, the egg that was given on the bridge south of Rustboro to the party, um, that is in its incubator. It has not hatched, but it is kind of like uh wobbling. It is experiencing, uh, becoming closer to hatching. Neat. That being said, Ality, you are in the back of a Samarat. Uh You have with you Patricia, Cabbage, and Grape Juice, as well as Brandon, the cop. Uh, Brandon was just double-blinded by Cabbage's Dazzling Gleam, as well as Octillery's uh, Octazooka, as it is chasing uh, you down on the back of a samurot. Somewhere to the west of Duford in the open ocean, at midnight. What are you doing?
2: Um, That's actually a really good question. I'm going to suggest to Brandon, mm-hmm. the police officer, that we jump off of the Samrat for a moment to clean the Octazooka ink so that we can see.
0: Okay. Um, you've been hitting (laughs) off pretty well with Brandon so far. Please roll a persuasion.
2: Okay. That'll be an 18.
0: Yeah, he's convinced. He says, ah, you're right, Sarah. You're so smart. I'll do that right away. And he just just lets go of you because he was riding on the back of the motorcycle samurai. And he just jumps in the ocean. (laughs) There's just a splash. Uh, You're a little inky, so you don't quite catch it. But you know that he jumped in. Do you do the same? yes okay splash you're in the ocean um there's that moment where your head breaches the surface and all of the chaos and sounds from from above and and the sound of the ocean wind gets muffled out by the sound of being underwater you hear kind of like faint like clicks and and snaps and other underwater ambiance. Um, you do more more clearly, more succinctly above. You hear the thrashing of auxiliary tentacles, but they're not like violent. They're very coordinated and elegant, like an octopus in its natural habitat. Um, is are you you're trying to unink yourself? Yes. Okay. Um, this is probably initiative time. Okay. It's, it shouldn't. Yeah. Just just so we yeah, can get fine. things in order. Yeah, that's fair. Okay.
2: can roll that. That'll be a 15 for my initiative.
0: Okay. Octillery got a 16. And Brandon.
2: Octillery? Yeah. So
0: rude. Very rude. I'm writing Sarah in my notebook, just so you know.
2: That's fine. That's All totally right. fair.
0: Brandon gets a six. Octillery, um, as the user of the ink, is not inked itself, so it has no issue with... Uh, with its visibility or anything at this moment. Um, It sees that you're underwater. (laughs) Octillery dips its head under the surface and uh, it Who who does it target? It targets Brandon. Uh, Oh no. It it kind of, as Brandon is furiously trying to clean his face, the first thing that Brandon sees is Octillery staring at him underwater with kind of like a hypnotic, devious look as it channels a psi beam at Brandon. Brandon fails his save terribly. Uh, <laughs> uh, he takes 20 points of psychic damage and is now confused. Awesome. Uh, right as Brandon clears his eyes, he goes, Oh, god, but it's underwater, so it's like, and uh, he is, is kind of flailing and may not be swimming properly. That's very good. Uh, it is Sarah's turn.
2: Great, this is great. I am going to first of all. Try and swim up to the surface.
0: Sure. You can do that, no uh, issue.
2: Awesome. Uh, are you treading, then, or are you
0: trying to get on the back of Samarat?
2: Um, Can I try and get back on the Samurott and also try and pull Brandon back on the Samurott?
0: Yes. Um, To do both of those things is going to affect the DC. Are you willing to accept this?
2: Yes. Furthermore. Okay. <laughs> could I... Um, and I guess as part of the turn, ha- tell Grape Juice to like help, uh, pull Brandon up.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, that will make this maneuver to bring both that humans effect. onto the back of Samurai. Yeah, that makes it easier. Right. That Look. makes it a DC okay. ten. Uh, we'll just call it a Dex for either Ellie or Grape Juice, or whichever is higher. I don't really care. It should be pretty easy.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. I can do this. Awesome. That'll be uh, an eighteen.
0: Cool. It is successful. Yeah. Just thinking Pokemon command. LD did essentially yeah, a movement. I can give you one more right. thing.
2: One more thing. OK, I was going to say, I, I know that probably was a few things because I did something and then I had a Pokemon do something.
0: It was a movement, um, but it was technically just like a two foot vertical movement. So it's fine.
2: Right. OK, cool. I will. I am not very effective against octopus. Yeah. Water types like <laughs> with these two, at least. Um,
0: so don't I don't want to blind will, everybody
2: with the Dazzle Gleam again.
0: But. I will give you a reminder of something that you may have forgotten, but you had by no means need to utilize it. But there is a Pokemon that is with Elodie's group that is not her own, that is not the Samurott.
2: That is true. Patricia is there too. Mm-hmm. I guess I probably have seen Patricia enough at least to be able to kind of know, like, we're friendly. I could probably tell her to attack it.
0: Yeah, it wouldn't be as effective as Schmidt, but you are allies, so it could mm. happen.
2: Okay. Yeah, I'll command Patricia to attack it.
0: Any particular um, flavor to the attack that you were asking?
2: I wish I paid more attention to what moves Patricia had. Yeah. Um, I will just tell her to use her best instinct <laughs> uh, to attack the artillery.
0: Yeah, that's great. Uh, she will do that. She... uh.
2: uh Oh, wait, before yeah. I do that, can I do an Elodie's party time to give her uh, that D8?
0: Sure. And we'll also say that, well, no, give me a uh, DC8 Pokemon handling.
2: Okay. Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. That was above an eight. Great. And I don't feel like doing math.
0: <laughs> cool. That's great. Uh, yeah. Patricia um, feels inspired by Elodie's party time, takes the command and le- uh, dives towards Octillery, whose head is currently under the surface for Psybeaming Brandon. Um, or no it followed Brandon because Brandon got pulled up just kidding uh, Patricia just dives towards artillery with her talents um, and rakes them across the octopus like body gets a solid hit above a, a dirty 20 dealing we'll call that a clean 30 points of damage as Octillery gets all scraped up and it goes and it seems like it is uh, a little enraged uh, artillery Making the sound, I'm going to make a roll for a concurrent event, uh, which does not happen. Uh, That will be it for uh, Sarah slash Elodie. But truly, Sarah. Brandon. Truly. Brandon's confused. He's going to roll a d4 to see if he gets to do anything at all. He does not. Um, He feels awful. He's like, I can't see. My brain doesn't work. What's happening? And he's he's pretty upset. We're going to skip his turn. Um, Octillery uh, sees that you're back on the back of Samurott. Going to fire off a good old Octazuka. Um Make a DC 16 dexterity save. Uh,
2: that'll be a 14.
0: 14? Okay. Yes. Uh, Brandon fails again. You guys will take full damage and be inked. Love it. Um, oh no! This damage in this situation, not a ton of damage. Uh, fifteen points of okay. water type damage to you guys, and uh, you're inked. Sucks. This Octillery is persistent. Uh, that is Octillery's turn. He is moved. He is moved into essentially melee range of uh you guys and the police samurat. Um, I should see if Samurat gets inked. It does. Great. <laughs> this Octillery is a menace. I love it. Um yeah, you're all inked. It's Sarah's turn. What are you doing?
2: Yeah, this is a uh, this is quite the situation we're in. I'm going to ask Brandon if he has any like empty pokeballs on him.
0: Okay. Um Brandon is confused at the moment. Uh okay. you his mental capacities are not fully functioning. Roll Really he should roll intelligence.
2: Yeah, but it's boring fair. for
0: you not to roll, but he's going to roll intelligence. Sorry. Okay,
2: yeah. That's fair.
0: Um makes sense. Well, maybe No, you roll intelligence too. Just just to like, okay. kind of help him.
2: Um that was an 8.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah, he rolled really poorly. Um he interpreted <laughs> Pokéball and he said, "Oh, yeah." And he hands you um a great ball that he had attached to his belt.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna like assume that he understood me.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs>
2: um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it at the Octillery.
0: Okay, great. You throw a Pokeball at the Octillery with the intention to capture it. Um instead what happens is uh a Pokemon is sent out from the Great Ball, one of Brendan's own personal Pokemon, and it happens to be a Loverage favorite Pokemon, Slugma. Um, it is going going to make a dexterity check to see if it can land on slimy Octillery's body. Instead of in the ocean, it gets an eight. Uh, Slugma falls into the ocean and is suffering terribly. (laughs) Anything else for Sarah?
2: (laughs) Sarah's not in a good spot, folks. (laughs) Oh oh my goodness.
0: (laughs) Um. I'll add him to initiative just because, because he has things to do, but, uh.
2: Would he be part of Brandon's initiative?
0: Yeah, you're right. He would be. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Unfortunate ball choice, really.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that was that was very unfortunate. Yeah. Well, I guess I'll just ask this, just so I know for the future. But do, like, so for Misty Terrain, it means that we have to be grounded. Being on the surface of water is that considered grounded?
0: Hear me out. I think for the sole reason that Tapu Fini is, like, used to be the signature user of Misty Terrain, I think yes.
2: Okay. Yeah, because, I mean, like, in Pokemon battles in the games, like, if you're battling on the water, like, that's gravid.
0: That's a decent argument, but I just really think Tapu Fini, like, that really sells it. That's fair. Personally.
2: Mm -hmm. You know what? I think I know what I have to do. What are you doing? I was going to ask a question, which was if Cabbage's sanctuary can move but i guess i wouldn't know that since i haven't tried it yet
0: um i believe we're able to move it is in the description i believe that you have
2: impenetrable semi-transparent pink spherical dome shaped when spawned on a flat plane 20 foot radius force field centered on cabbage's location
0: um the intention is that the default form of sanctuary is stationary um, okay. more so because the upgraded version does track, okay, I'm, I'm not sense. sure the situation is dire enough for that version of sanctuary.
2: No, no, no. I'm not going to kill. Cabbage. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> 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 Imagine though. Um, I would love just a quick wisdom check from Cindy and Gimli. Uh, 15. Okay.
1: 17.
0: 17. Cool that's good enough for both of you to um as you're trying to slumber, you hear Sarah sleep talking, and uh in a kind of a grum uh, mumbly voice, she says, I'm so real, I'm so real they'll never they'll they'll, they'll never see it coming I'm the best I'm Sarah, just you wait, <laughs> and she's just kind of like hyping herself up about something um it's kind of funny, and then she burps. <laughs> <laughs> uh We will go back to the chaos that is uh Ality. <laughs> I love
2: Sarah. She's yeah. so me.
0: Yeah, she's definitely you. Like a thousand percent. Literally. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, ancestral Fey magic is a bonus action.
0: Yeah, you want to awesome. just rip that?
2: I'm yes. I'm gonna ancestral Fey magic.
0: Awesome. Do you mean tell me what you roll? I'm so excited. I love this table. It's so fun.
2: I'm very excited to see what happens. Hopefully, it's good.
0: Could be good. It could be bad. Really... It could be neutral.
2: That's true. It could be. It could be neutral. It could just be something. Yeah, that happens. So it was a one and a zero zero. Is that a one hundred? I know we just talked about Garby, this, but me. I'm bad at math.
0: Help me. D one hundred roll. A one and a zero zero is that a hundred? That's a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> oh no no. That's ten. It's, it's ten. 10? Okay. <laughs> okay.
2: That would have been crazy.
0: Yeah, because if you get <laughs> if you do two D tens and you roll. Like double 10, it gets that, or if you get um 10 and zero, mm-hmm. well, it's like no, um, it's all zeroes zero is zero, 100, zero. it's all yeah, zeros. all zeros is 100, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: got I, it.
0: I remember that because you don't want oh, no, zeros, in, zeros and zero in that, then it's a one, it's a one, it's a yeah. one, yeah,
1: yeah it's way. just one,
0: <laughs> it is just one. <laughs> all three of those options were so different. Uh, this one is great though, um. For each action and bonus action that cabbage makes in the next minute, which is going to be 10 rounds, um, can only be ancestral fay magic rolls. So you could get two uh. per turn, essentially, but that is all that cabbage can do oh. besides move. There are no other options. So with that being said, cabbage did cabbage take an action this turn? No, not yet. No, so you have to roll again, unless you want to just fabulous. hold an action or not do anything. <laughs> did you roll for? Um, did you roll for cabbage taking the octazuka?
2: No, I did not. Is Cab-
0: cabbage on samurai? Right.
2: Um, she's probably like floating,
0: um, kind of
2: away from samurai. Okay,
0: yeah, yeah, that's fine, that's fine, that's fine.
2: Yeah, I, pro- I probably wouldn't have had her near me. That's fine. Because we're not supposed to know each other. <laughs>
0: <laughs> True. <laughs>
2: You know what? Why not? Yeah, We'll roll another one.
0: Yeah, I suppose the only thing you could do is refrain from taking actions. Um, Right. That is an option.
2: Well, I'm just thinking about like, so like, is this like, um, so in my action economy, it's kind of like.
0: It's like two per turn.
2: Two per turn because it, because that- Fey
0: magic on its own is a bonus action, but you could use it as an action. Technically, like bonus right. actions, you can do as actions. Right. So you're getting two per turn. Um, basically, right?
2: Uh, I understand that, but like, if I wanted, if I didn't plan for Cabbage to do anything in that turn, does she still like have to do it, or can I have somebody no. else do something?
0: You can just have Cabbage just sit and do nothing.
2: Right. Of course. Okay. Got it. Just wanted to clarify that.
0: Note that. Your future fey magic rules might alter things, how this is working, right? So keep that in mind. Right.
2: That's true, too. Well, the thing is, like, the thing that I was going to do, which was Sanctuary, is now off the table. It, it does it does say it's a free action, but I'm assuming you are including that in I'm, anything that Cabbage I'm, I'm does. I'm going to
0: say that based on this natural one um, on the D100 that you can't take right. any free actions.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. That's fair we'll we'll just we'll do the second ancestral Fey magic just for fun because why not <laughs> 88
0: cool roll a d12 11 okay wow no way okay who um this attribute determines that a random creature within 60 feet of cabbage gains the ability to fly for 1 minute and as they fly they leave a trail of pink fog behind them um, of the creatures I had you roll, I assigned Samurott to 11. So Samurott <laughs> is now able to fly. Brandon is, is still inked. So if he's on Samurott, he has no clue what's going on. He's <laughs> inked. He's confused. It's bad.
2: Okay. Can I do anything else with my turn?
0: Let's see. I no, I took think that's the it. ball
2: and threw that. And then I did the a sort of magic. So, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. you're good. That's it it's still eventful and exciting um it's brandon's turn he is first of all confused so we're going to check that he rolled the same he does nothing that is brandon come on uh he's inked he's confused he's miserable he's just kind of screaming he's just Aah! just nonstop. slugma is just taking constant constant damage from from being a slug uh, it's going to make a dexterity roll, which is generally very bad at to uh, encounter some sort of surface with in which Samurott now flying It all, can only really get on top of Octillery. It gets a seven. That's not going to be good enough. Uh, Slugma is uh, solidifying into stone gradually uh, and just sinking. Uh, we'll oh no. it back to Octillery. Um, Octillery sees the lot of you on Samurott beginning to fly. Which is very exciting. Uh, Currently flying in place. Samrot is not currently going forward or backward or any direction. Perhaps if Brandon wasn't so screwed up, he could give it a command. But Samrot is currently just vibing. Floating, we'll say, like, five, seven feet in the air. Octillery, you know, why fix what's not broke? It's going to Octazooka into the air um, and attempt to hit Samurott and everyone on Samurott with the DC-16 dexterity save. 17. Samurat actually crit, so it takes no damage at all. Um, the flying helps a lot, I guess. What would you get? Uh, 17. Okay. And Brandon. Oh, you all pass. Look at that. Um, <laughs> Samurai's not going to take any damage. You guys are going to get slightly inked, taking just four. Just four. Four points of damage. Um, cool. And Octillery, like, scoots towards Samurat in the water. Um, we're back to Sarah.
2: Uh I'm going to try and recall the slugma with the great ball.
0: You are not inked, correct?
2: Um I inked? was inked on the previous turn.
0: And you didn't clear it?
2: I did not do anything to clear it no.
0: Okay. You are still inked. Uh, roll a disadvantage dexterity check.
2: Ah, uh, nuts. 6.
0: <laughs> 6 is not good enough. Uh slugma sinks deeper into the sea. Oh, Uh, no. Very unfortunate. Um, That is going to be Elodie's action. Uh, She has technically two other actions to give to other creatures. No, that was her action. One more. Just kidding. One other creature. Because that's like a double battle where you control the two Pokemon. Yes. You can do bonus (laughs) actions and stuff, too.
2: True. I can do bonus actions. I'm going to have Cabbage do an Ancestral Fey magic.
0: Great. This one counts as her bonus action.
2: Yes. Please bail us out, Cabbage.
0: (laughs) Flying samurat is something. That helps.
2: That is that does help. <laughs> um 46.
0: 46. Oh, I mean, okay. Uh within a 30-foot radius, um, all creatures, including humans, gain the levitate property. Which doesn't really matter for those on samurat, but Octillery <laughs> and Slugma and grape juice are all also now flying. They can fly up to 10 feet above the ground. Um, So Slugma is no longer dying. It's like kind of really suffering, but uh, it's not drowning. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Way to go, Cabbage.
2: This is actually really great. Yeah.
0: Um, Just for the sake of nothing else is really happening, I I will gladly grant one more action to to Sarah in this situation, because she's kind of in charge here. Or to a different Pokemon, right. but I just think the action economy, with Brandon being so fucking useless. Uh...
2: <laughs> well, that was that was Cabbage's bonus action. Correct. And I, I think I had one more action. Yeah, so
0: I'm giving that. you one more on top of that, too.
2: Oh, okay. Cool.
0: As long as it's not the Grape Ball throw.
2: Yeah, that's fine. Because I already tried that. Grape Juice is going to uh, rock slide the octillery cool
0: grape juice will summon some rocks from within her body um float them above well she's actually currently floating that's pretty cool and throws them at the Mm -hmm. floating artillery. um it's a save of some sort right strength save
2: yes strength save
0: okay artillery fails gets a seven dirty seven
2: awesome okay so uh it failed by five or greater because the dc is 16 Mm -hmm. so it is prone
0: Nice. It, so levitate fails. It flops into the water on its back. Awesome Let me roll creatures. the damage. Yeah.
2: is 17.
0: 17 points of rock type damage? Yes. Pretty yes. good. Pretty good. Um, roll a d6 also. Five. Okay. I'm going to add five points of fall damage um, just because the ocean waters are choppy and cold and Octillery wasn't really expecting to be thrown back into them. So it takes a little bit of extra damage as well. Um, it is still standing. Uh, it seems like it is below half health, as D&D would call it, bloodied. I will, I will call it yellow HP bar. Um, but still standing, still, still causing chaos here. Uh, it smelled something that it wanted, and it's going to get it. I think you have one more um, thing that I offered you, right?
2: Yes. Yes. Okay. So one more thing you offered me, which I am going to give to Patricia to attack it again.
0: Cool. What is your command and roll Pokemon handling?
2: To use its best judgment <laughs> and attack the Octillery. Love it. Fabulous. That'll be an eighteen on oh, the great uh, Pokemon roll. handling.
0: Great roll. So great of a roll. in You're fact. Actually oh?
2: 22. I forgot to add the proficiency to that.
0: Not bad. Um no, that was very good. Uh it because of your high roll and the encouragement that you gave and all of that. Patricia is going to swing a brave bird. Very good. Um. Oh no! Hold on. Seven plus eight is fifteen, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. That meets artillery's armor class. Thank God. Thank God. That would have sucked if that missed. Yeah. Seriously. Forty one points of flying type damage. Artillery hains on. It's hanging on as Patricia dives it, dives towards it in the water. It's knocked prone. Oh, that would have been advantage, anyways, but it hit, so it's fine. And just tears into artillery with its beak, um, and then flies back up to the surface towards Elodie or Sarah, excuse me. And uh, artillery mm-hmm. is looking rather beat up. We'll see what it decides to do on its next turn. Um, that should be it for Elodie, correct? hmm. Yeah, Kay. that'll be it. Brandon, last turn of confusion, uh, gets confused. <laughs> I can't believe it, he's worthless. <laughs> Um,
2: Sky, come on, dude! Slugma
0: Get is together. Level. Yeah, he will next turn, but he's just screaming. He's just ah, because he's like flying now. Like <laughs> he, he's just—he's got no clue what's going on. I no, oh, do not God. know what's
2: going on? No, not at
0: all. Um, Slugma this is, is floating. This is the greatest day of my life. S- Slugma is floating. Its move speed is not very high, but I will give it a dexterity check as kind of a dash to see if it can make it to Samurat, who is also floating. Oh, it crit. Yeah, awesome. Um, Slugma will return um, all the way to Samurai, and with the crit, I think it will return itself into the Great Ball. Also, uh, it will just tap its <laughs> its scared face <laughs> against the Great Ball <laughs> I think gets no. returned. Uh, Slugma does not have to die. That is very good.
2: <laughs> Thank God.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs>
2: Slugma <my> nuts. No. <laughs> uh, we're
0: we're back Talk to Octillery. Um, gonna do a motivation roll. Yeah, artillery doesn't want to give up. Artillery uh just going for a different technique here. Uh it's going to fire off a gunk shot at cabbage. Uh-oh. Just cuz it wants to get cabbage. It will use its movement to turn itself over from being prone, which is easy for it to do cuz it's an octopus in the water, but fires off a gunk shot. Rolling to hit does a 17 hit cabbage. Yes. Okay. Big ol gunk shot. Ooh, ooh hoo. Uh oh, that's going to be 60 points of poison type damage as they rolled their D10s incredibly well. Cabbage, cabbage has fainted. Cabbage has fainted. After all that, um, I will <laughs> give you the option if you want to crack one more fey magic before you return cabbage.
2: Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Absolutely.
0: This will also terminate the condition where cabbage is stuck using fey magic.
2: Yeah, that's fair. That'll be a 91. 91. Filling out this table.
0: Okay. (laughs) Let me know how to interpret this. I think it'd be funny either way. Uh, So what this reads, what I've written down says, Cabbage glows brilliantly pink. If an ally falls to zero HP in the next minute, they become fully restored. Should we just full heal cabbage here? (laughs) I? You know, I think you rolled it. (laughs) Yeah, 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 you should. You should. Uh, Because... That's so funny. Yeah, no, that's perfect. The fact that the dice did that, I think, means that it has to happen. So, um, yeah, right as Cabbage <laughs> is fainting, she summons her Fey Magic one more time, um, and uh, she regains all of her HP, and she's no longer inked or experiencing any negative conditions. She's still floating, Let's and, go. and she's still bound by the <laughs> rules of only doing Fey Magic. So, <laughs> that is very funny that, that we landed on that particular <laughs> role. God, Octillery is very frustrated. It's back to Sarah's turn.
2: Okay. We're going to have Cabbage go for another wild fame or ancestral fame magic because it's so funny. As you should. (laughs) 58.
0: On a 58, huh? Uh, For the next minute, any flammable object uh, that isn't being worn or carried by another creature or person bursts into flame. Um, Because we're in the middle of the ocean. I don't think those exist. So yeah, I think you're good.
2: Thank God that I rolled that one here.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, nothing happens.
2: <laughs> Phew. Thank God. Okay.
0: Note it is for the be- next um, minute. So yeah, keep that in mind. Keep
2: that in mind. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> keep that in mind as you approach the shore. <laughs>
2: funny so if i had grape juice go for a rock slide would the boulders then com- combust
0: they're not technically flammable but if you wanted to like roll that's true like... i
2: forgot about the whole flammable thing
0: yeah yeah the whole concept behind the entire if, thing. if you wanted to roll a curse yeah, check for boar. cabbage with a dc 22 you I, I would let you give them flames
2: well i i don't think it would help me in any way i just thought it'd be cool
0: okay yeah it would be cool <laughs> technically you have one more to rip it's a bonus action right so
2: that is true I do have one more to rip
0: because I gave you the freebie as on Octillery's turn so
2: right I just want to make sure that this uh we don't we get out of this situation we can't spend too long here just having fun ripping <laughs> out ancestral <laughs> fey magic
0: you have no choice you rolled the one <laughs> you got to do it
2: true. right why not Let's go for another one. Yeah. I believe that's six. because it was six and zero, zero. Yes.
0: Yes. Okay. So the,
1: the, the one with two numbers is the tens place. Great. Right. So unless it's zero, zero with a zero, it's mm. the tens, like, right. just a six, just a one, just, yeah.
0: Okay. Understood. Um, With a six... The, um there 's a there 's a quick pink flash just kind of in the air and there 's the sound of like bells chiming and birds chirping and it sounds like a it has there has been um an entrance created to some sort of sylvan mystical glade uh, from some far off place and then deep within this little entrance that is floating in the air of, of pink and light you hear a hey, he, who, ha, ha, ha. and then jumping out of the portal is three individual human shaped very short Pokemon that look like little devils and they jump out of the portal and they go who, he, and they're just uh they're they're impacted by cabbages levitate so they kind of fall out and then they are standing they're like walking in the air in the environment and they just look so devious there's there's just three of them and they're all going (laughs) and uh you've created three new friends that will be with you for a little bit
2: (laughs) awesome
0: In fact, now that they're here and it's your turn, it's more fun if you, it's more funny if you do rolls for them. Uh, give me three uh-huh. d12s, individual d12s. Okay.
2: That's a two, a five, and a four.
0: Okay. Um, these little demonic fairy creatures, which I will henceforth refer to as impidimp. Um, all get up to their own mischief uh, as they arrive. Their, their little s- fairy portal closes and one of them approaches Artillery and it holds its tentacle right up to its face and it goes Bah-ha! and then it just smacks its tentacle onto uh, its own face and uh, just suction cups its forehead and then it pulls on Artillery's tentacle really hard and it goes mm-hmm. and then it pops and uh, it just does that repeatedly. It is just suction cupping uh, his face. <laughs> uh, the other one runs over to Brandon and is frisking him cool um it takes his wallet out of his chest pocket and it goes hee hee and it starts running in the opposite direction uh the last one pretty basic it uh it runs over uh in the air and it jumps on top of Samurat's horn and it rides it like someone riding a mechanical bull and it goes Hee-hee-hee! It's just kind of swinging its hand around. Um, they are up to no good. That is what they do.
2: Okay. <laughs> good for them. <clears throat>
0: they aren't really helping, um, but they aren't really hurting. They're just on their they own are. agenda. They're just <laughs>
2: hanging out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're just hanging out. I will ask Patricia to please attack the Octillery okay. one more time.
0: Sure. Roll your Pokemon Handling.
2: That'll be a seventeen.
0: Okay, and uh, they interpret your instruction very well, avoiding. they they're yeah. They rolled above a twenty, so um, avoiding recoiling themselves, which I guess they wouldn't either. But you know, that you know that Schmidt's passive actually. That's not Patricia's passive, or maybe it is. I don't know. Anyways, um, she decides to finish off Octillery with a dragon breath, um, unless Octillery crits. Octillery faints. Octillery gets a ten. Octillery um, gets knocked out as Patricia exudes a dragon breath from her bird beak. Octillery, um, we'll just say for flavor, uh, scurries away. It inks away. It just kinda uh returns back to where it started chasing cabbage. It has been defeated, and you may exit initiative. Note all the ancestral fey magic shit is still happening. Um cabbage mm-hmm. still can't do anything for uh seven more minutes besides that magic table. Um the three impidimp are with you. I didn't tell you this, but they're gonna be with you for five minutes. Uh things will ignite for another fifty seconds. Uh people are still floating for another we'll say minute. Yeah, all that stuff is still happening. Samurot's flying with a trail of pink fog underneath it. What, what what does Sarah do?
2: That's a really good question. Uh is Brandon
0: no longer confused? He's no longer confused and he's clearing the ink out of his eyes. He's ah what's going on? What's happening, Sarah? We what's, what's actually hilarious is that he didn't see anything actually. <laughs> That All of that, he was inked the whole time. He had no idea what happened.
2: <laughs> he didn't see any <laughs> of
0: When he went to go clean himself, he got confused, and then once he resurfaced, he got inked. He has no idea what happened.
1: <laughs> and his wallet's missing.
0: Correct. Impidimp. One of the Impidimps has his wallet.
2: Okay. I am um, gonna clean the ink out of my own eyes. Yes. And then I'm, I'm gonna Tell Samurott to follow the Impidimp with Brandon's wallet, or at least steer Samurott in that direction.
0: Sure, yeah. Samurott is flying very fast. Impidimp kind of walks like a little a little demon uh, with short little legs, so it can catch up no problem. Yeah, Brandon rolled high enough to say, w- wait a second. One, we're flying. Two, that fucker has my wallet. And he identifies that uh, Impidimp has his wallet. <laughs>
2: Yeah, um things got kind of crazy. Uh that that artillery was just I don't know, man, what was up with that. But your slugma did a really great job. He really like showed that artillery. What's up?
0: Uh roll of deception.
2: <laughs> what if I actually believe that? No, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> I'm convinced.
2: Oh no. <laughs> uh that was a ten.
0: <laughs> okay. Brandon's concerned. He like can't like he doesn't believe all the things that happen that is happening around him. So why should he believe you? Um, he says, Sarah, what are you talking about? I gave you my pokeball. Is 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 Slugma okay? And yes, yeah, uh, slug-
2: <laughs> okay. You continue.
0: Yeah, and he uh, releases Slugma into his hands, and what he sees is a sad, like half rocked over because its body cooled so much um little slug its eyes are very sad it's crying little lava tears and it looks up at brandon and goes oh and brandon says what did you do to Slugma, my best friend and he holds him really close um up to his chest and uh his his shirt is slightly catching a flame not because of cabbage because it is being worn but because slugma is pretty hot uh at least not on his underside where it's being carried. It's feeling very emotional, so the heat is is very intense. Uh, Brandon is upset with you.
2: Okay, I can fix this. Just give me a second. Okay. I'm gonna. I guess probably just try and grab the impediment. Okay. And take the wallet back. I don't
0: know. If you're grabbing, it, make a dexterity save. Okay. I'm just gonna make it opposed. I don't have a. I don't have a save really. Just do a check.
2: I got an 8.
0: You got a (laughs) 10. He's too wily. He goes, and he just keeps running uh, westwards.
2: Okay. Instead of doing that now, we're going to... Is, like, being an adorable cabbage an action that would instead have to be an ancestral flame magic? That is correct.
0: Cabbage can literally do nothing else besides move or make these table (laughs) rules. There are no other options.
2: There are no other options.
0: That's what the Nat 1 is about. That's just what it is.
2: That's fair.
1: You can't eliminate I... her life force to heal?
2: Baby, I got 9 HP.
1: Okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> so sorry.
2: Sacrifice
1: yourself for Slugma. <laughs> no,
2: and I let Brendan take you home. <laughs> Brendan would die out here. Did you see him in that fight? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Um, I will take out, um, Key Lime <clears throat> and have her heal pulse Slugma
0: to okay. begin with. sure. Slugma is not particularly healthy, and it's been losing percentages of its HP, so I will just kind of assume that this fully heals Slugma, if you're cool with that.
2: I'm cool with that.
0: Okay, don't forget to d- deduct PP, though. Um, mm, I did. Uh, Brandon's gonna make a roll. Yeah. He's already pretty suspicious of what's been going on, and then he sees Key Lime, and he's he's thinking like, "What the hell is going on?" He uh, has never he's seen a curlia. He's never seen whatever it, Key Lime is, um, and he's freaked out. Uh, Key Lime manages to get the heel pulse off, but he says, "No, wait, this is not okay. I don't like this, Sarah. We're going back right now."
2: Okay, yeah, we can we can go back.
0: He says, first, I need to get my wallet." Come on, Samurai, and Samurai goes. Barrr. And it charges forward with its horn. True. Uh, yeah, it's very true. Um, it's going to try and pierce the Impidimp. It does. Nice. Um, as Samurai's horn run, like makes contact with Impidimp's body, it just poofs into giggles and pink dust. It goes <laughs> and it just disappears. And the wallet flies up. Uh, Brandon's gonna try and catch it. Oh, he's rolling good now. Look at that. 19. Look at uh, him go. Look at him go. Now that he's like mad, he's like doing good. Um he grabs his wallet And he just shoots, he instructs Samrott to just start flying with a trail of pink smoke behind it uh, back to Duford Town. In this interaction, he is taking the driver's seat unless you resist.
2: No, that's fine. I'll let him.
0: Okay. Yeah. You're on your way back. Do you have, do you say anything? Do you do anything? Uh, Grape Juice is swimming below unless you wish to recall. Or no, Grape Juice can fly. Just kidding. Grape Juice can, can levitate. Still, I guess Um, I want to ask which of your Pokemon are you recalling is really what I'm asking.
2: I will recall Key Lime. Uh, I guess I'll just recall Grape Juice as well at this point. Uh, but I'll keep Cabbage so that we can keep flying.
0: Okay. Remember, if Cabbage is anything besides move, it is going to be a roll for a little bit longer.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, mm-hmm. Roll Roll a d12. No. Okay. Roll a d10.
2: Why did I roll the one that's percentile? I'm rolling it again because I don't feel like interpreting that. It's. A, I rolled the percentile one, and it was a ten. Okay. We'll just we'll just say that because.
0: Yeah. Then that's a one, correct? One, right? One. Yeah. If it's on the zero, what? yeah, yeah. Did, did um, you
1: roll, at, like just the percentile?
0: Yes, as a yes. D10.
1: As a D10, was it yeah. one or was it like the zero zero?
0: It was one, right?
2: It was one zero. Okay.
0: Yeah. So that's so a that one. That would be a one. Yeah. Okay. Based on this combat, how far you went, um, all that stuff, uh, this roll that I had you make was the number of minutes it took for you to get back to Duford Town. So, keeping that in mind, we're looking at approximately six minutes. Cabbage is locked into ancestral fate magic. Um, we are looking at how long was the fire one? Is that one minute or 10 minutes? Hold on.
2: Uh, I believe you told me it was one minute. But-
0: okay, that has expired. Um, the levitation has expired. Okay, yeah, everything's done. Except for Cabbage is still stuck doing only this. Um, okay,
2: so did we stop flying?
0: Correct. At some point, you eventually descended back into the sea.
2: Okay, then I'll recall Cabbage when that happens.
0: Okay, you do that. You pull up to shore, to the dock, to the shipyard where Samurai, uh came from. Uh, Brandon says, you did good, Samurai," and recalls him into the, the Dewford Town Police Department ball. Goes to return him into like a little shelf that's inside the dark. And he looks at you and he says, you got any other crazy plans tonight, Sarah? I, uh, you know,
2: <laughs> good drinks. I'm probably almost I'm like, I have nine HP. I'm like dead. Like, I'm like, let's go get drinks. Um, <laughs> after that crazy shenanigans. Hmm. Do I want to do this? I did. Mm. Can I can I get like just an insight read on him and like how he's feeling now that we're back?
0: Absolutely. Be my guest. Okay.
2: 16?
0: Yeah, that's pretty good. You know that he's asking like somewhat with a sarcastic tone because he's kind of getting tired of the bullshit, but also it's mm. like legitimately his job. Uh he's been assigned to um not go on a date with you, but to provide you to right. the resources that you need, including lodging, which is kind of why he's asking.
2: Mm. Okay. I'm going to say Thank you for accompanying me this evening. I know it was crazy, and I'm sorry that your slugma got injured, but I had a good time, and I hope that at least you had a good time too.
0: Roll a charisma check.
2: Who, baby? 23.
0: Okay, yeah. He looks at you with disappointment in his eyes, and he thinks about it, and he kind of blushes, and he says, Sarah, you're crazy, but I that was fun. Uh... I'm I am going to need to escort you to your lodging
2: right 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 <laughs> um, right 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 um the thing is Brendan I I'm gonna tell you this because I like you um <laughs> but I have not been entirely honest with you this evening um I am not Sarah <laughs> <laughs> oh no, the reveal!
0: Oh god!
2: Oh no! <laughs>
0: oh no! Um, Brandon just literally doesn't believe it. He says, w- "What do you mean? You're what do you mean? You're not Sarah?"
2: Um, my name is Elodie, and I am not the granddaughter of Alder, the champion. Or I guess I don't know that it's Alder. I am not the granddaughter of the Univan champion. I am, however, the daughter of the Kalos former champion, Serena.
0: Ooh. He (laughs) thinks about it, and he says, he he pulls out, we'll just say he had this on him, he pulls out his assignment clipboard that he realized that you were Sarah from, and then not Sarah from, and he looks it over, and he says, what was your name? How'd you spell it?
2: Elodie, E-L-O-D-I-E. Very clever way to tell the listeners how to spell our names.
0: (laughs) Make a persuasion check. What you're telling is the truth, but he needs to be persuaded.
2: Okay. Well, uh, um, twenty-seven.
0: Okay, you are lucky. Uh, you see him for a (laughs) moment. Uh, like spread his legs in such a way that he is like ready to initiate close quarters combat, but uh, he does not do so. Um. He says, OK, Elodie, if that's who you are, you are supposed to be in confinement overnight based on and he fingers through the clipboard really quick and he says, uh, wow liability for kidnapping and endangerment of a minor, the forced relocation of a species of pokemon <laughs> 50 or greater, the destruction of personal property exceeding the value of 100,000 PokéDollars, dollars, and various damages to the local carpenter family. Yeah. Uh listen, you're going to come with me back to the police station. You're not going to do any funny business. We're going to put you in the cell. We're going to say goodnight.
2: Okay. Um I do have a question. You mentioned when we first met.
0: <laughs> Are you like doing like puppy <laughs> eyes for this? <laughs>
2: Yes, I am absolutely doing puppy eyes for (laughs) this. That uh, people related to champions have some sort of amnesty. Would that in any way be granted towards these crimes?
0: Uh, DC 24 persuasion.
2: Goodness. Gotta pull it out! No! I was doing so well. Um... Yeah, that'll be a
0: uh, twelve. Ooh, that's pretty low. It's not low enough for the bad thing. But, uh, Brandon says, "Listen, don't push your luck, Sarah. Wherever she is, she's here on Amnesty as a diplomat. I don't know who you are, even if your story is true. So, as I said, you're gonna come back me to the police. Come back with me to the police department. Enter your cell." And we won't talk about what happened tonight.
2: Okay. That is understood.
0: Okay. He escorts you, uh, not in a cute way, but in kind of a forceful way, uh, back to the police department. Do you, during this stroll, do you attempt to make any checks, do anything, say anything?
2: Mm, good question. <laughs> uh, um... <laughs> Tell him he's cute. <laughs> Tell him he's cute.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're cute when
2: you're
1: Just out smile. of
0: nowhere.
2: You're
1: cute.
0: cute. <laughs> actually? Are you actually doing that?
1: Sorry, I'm still unhinged. Don't mind me.
2: <laughs> I don't think she would do it out of nowhere. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I want to think of a smooth way to, to say this. What does he look like?
0: He looks like maybe... Early mid-20s, we'll say like 23, 24-ish. He has a fair complexion, but he's very tan. Perhaps he spends a lot of time on the beach. Uh, He's like pretty muscular. He clearly works out. Uh, He is just over six feet tall. He has a a little bit of stubble. Does that change things, Grace? Does that change things that he's tall? No. Uh, are you like personally offended <laughs> no it's just funny it's just like oh he's tall maybe i should have been different oh, i don't know it's just over funny. six foot
2: mm. I should have been different. <laughs>
0: um no uh he has some facial hair but it's not coming in great he has not he did not get good facial hair genes but he's got like a patchy little stubbly uh kind of beard thing happening do you need more description than that mm. how's a jawline Uh, it's all right. Let me roll a D10. (laughs) Let (laughs) me roll a D10 jawline roll. A different jawline. Yeah, it's a four out of ten. It's okay. It's not like like, we're just got a jawline table. Sure, yeah. Who doesn't? Yeah, he's got, uh, he's got, like, short, like, crew cut kind of, uh, kind of dirty blonde hair. Um, he's got green eyes. He, uh, has a characteristic mole on his left cheek. Should I keep going? <laughs> uh
2: no, that's good. I think. Okay. Reach into the vault of appropriate pickup lines for after you've impersonated somebody in front of a cop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if we've met, if we had met under different circumstances. True. Wait, no, that's perfect. I
2: love that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. Yes. Yeah, I'm definitely. I'm gonna go for like a. I um wish we'd met under different circumstances. Uh. I, I I I was honest when I said that I did enjoy our time together, Brandon.
0: Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just pers- uh Curzo, just straight. Unless you're trying to okay. persuade him for something, which you didn't say, so it doesn't matter.
2: I know. I'm just trying to be charismatic. Of course, now I'm rolling well. Twenty-one.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's high enough. He stops walking. Uh, you're kind of outside of the Doofre Town Civic Center at this point, and you hear people being like. Yeah, adventurer. Too old? Never. Yeah, and they're all still just talking about it. They're all just—you're never too old to be. There's a chant: adventurer, adventurer, adventurer. Um, and, uh, and it's like midnight. It's past midnight. People are going crazy. Uh, there's like sounds of like broken glass and shit. Anyways, that's not what this role was. He looks at you and he says, "Sarah, I mean, Elodie, what are you getting at? What do you want? You're toying with his emotions, and now he is asking oh, you." Oh, no.
2: I didn't mean to <laughs> um,
0: he took you seriously for that so now he's like
2: yeah i mean I, I i don't i don't really want anything from you i just want you to know that and i think you're a nice person um and you helped somebody uh do some crazy things when you didn't know why and i think that makes you a good person and these people are right you are never too old to be an adventurer.
0: Roll a DC 15 charisma check.
2: Friends, I've rolled the first nat one of the evening.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> my, um, my consequences, no!
0: No. Yeah. Uh, he, he like turned to face you and then you said those things and he says, You're full of shit. And uh, he pulls out his handcuffs, and unless you struggle, he will cuff you, and he will finish escorting you to the police station. Okay. (laughs) Great. Um, All this to say, after a few moments, he won't entertain any more conversation for your walk. So unless you want to make a check to do something, uh, there's Mm -hmm. nothing. So I just want to make go over that with you. Is there anything you want to
2: do? Uh, No, that's it.
0: Okay. Uh, you've been trying to yeah give me perception checks for Cindy and Gimli. Uh, that would be a seventeen. Okay, Cindy.
1: I got a six.
0: Okay, Gimli hears the sound of the small little police station, in the front area opening, the vestibule where your mug mugshots were taken, and mm-hmm. you can distinctly hear the footsteps of two people uh walking in towards your direction. Is there anything that you wish to do? <laughs> Oh, Sydney was we we probably
1: sleeping, right? Sorry. We were in the cells sleeping, right? Th- that's right,
0: sleeper. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we're fine. Maybe we could try to wake uh, Sarah up. Okay. Because that'll probably have to happen.
0: Do you, do you want to do that?
1: Fair. I'll be like, psst! Sarah, Sarah.
0: Okay, she will roll. Um, she does not wake. In fact, she just says, "I'm so real," and then she like kind of <laughs> turns over. God, so real. Uh, are you doing anything, Gimli? Um, are our cell doors shut? Uh, perhaps I'm going to say Sarah's is definitely not. Um, if you guys wanted yours to be shut, you could just say that they're shut. I us have it closed. Yeah,
1: I feel like they're shut but not locked.
0: Yeah, they they, they are correct. not locked. Confirmed, not locked. Yeah, they're confirmed yeah. not locked. Okay, yeah, we'll have them shut but not locked. Yeah. Okay. Do you shut Sarah's or leave it open? We'll leave it open. Okay. It's very obvious that it should have been shut or should have been open. So okay, Brandon and Elodie walk in to this room. Uh, Brandon uh, turns on like a little light that wasn't on that, so he can just see. And he looks around. He's like, "Where the fuck is Eric?" And he looks inside the middle cell and he says, "Who the fuck are you?" And he's (laughs) realizing that this is for Elodie. (laughs) Elodie's not in there, Um, and he. Uh, he's going to wake up Sarah. Um, He just kind of has Ellie cuffed, kind of by the door and he goes into the cell and he says, wake up, wake up. And he's like pushing her. Um, And she eventually wakes up and she says, why are you disturbing me? And uh, Brandon says, who are you? What's your name? What are you doing? And Sarah says, I am Sarah. I'm here for important business. Let me go to sleep. Brandon says, oh, my God, you're Sarah. No, you're coming with me. You're you're leaving. But then he turns around. He's like, shit, I I don't know where Eric is. And he had the keys. Uh, And he he's going to make a plan. He's going to he's going to make a roll. Okay, well, the first thing he's going to do before he returns to Elodie is that he goes to put her stuff in the locker and he says, God damn it, the lock's broken. And he looks at all the stuff inside and he looks over to Gimli and Cindy. Are you like actively sitting up? Or are you like pretending to sleep? Oh, we're sleeping. Yeah, you're snoozing. Okay. Um, oh yeah. He he buys it. He's fine with that. He says, we, oh, "Shit, I can't just leave this out here." Um, he looks up at Knocked Owl as if to ask a question, and then he's like, "It's Knocked Owl. I can't really do anything." He says, "All right, I'm I have no other choice. This is what's going to happen." Uh, he with the open jail cell that Sarah was in, he like kind of gently escorts Sarah out, pushes her out. Uh and she's just kind of standing there and she says, What the fuck? I need to get my beauty sleep. I have a big day tomorrow. And he gets Elodie in and uh he closes the cell and he can't lock it. Uh, but before sorry, before he closes it, he unclips one of Elodie's handcuffs and puts it on the cell bars and then closes the cell. And he says, Uh, you better not be up to any funny business in the morning when the warden gets here. And he Goes to the locker, and uh, he procures, like, a uh, an investigation kind of bag, a sack. It's, like, large and cloth. And he, delicately with some items, not so delicately with other items, puts them all in there. And um, he... Interesting. Where does Elodie keep her Pokeballs? On a belt, I'm guessing.
2: Um, Yeah, probably on, like, a belt.
0: Okay. You have four... Five on you, right? Being... Cabbage, key lime, you can't carry. Or no, six. yeah, for, sorry, yeah.
2: five. I can't carry six. Right.
0: Um, cabbage, yeah, key lime, grape juice, bubble gum, uh, aubergine. Correct. Correct. Okay, you are welcome to attempt if you want uh, a sleight of hand for eighteen, nineteen, and twenty natural. You could prevent him from taking one of your Pokeballs.
2: Uh, no, I'll just let him take them.
0: Okay. He takes all of them, puts them in the bag, empties out the locker, puts them in the bag. Um, and he says, the warden will be here in eight hours. Have a good night. And he gets up and he closes the door that leads to the cell. Not knowing that the other cells were unlocked. Give me, Gimli's the closest to the far wall. Give me a perception check. Uh, 23. Wow. You rolled high. Um, you notice without a shadow of a doubt that outside of your window in your cell, just kind of floating, hovering by is Patricia kind of looking in oh. just, uh, Brandon kind of forgot about to do anything with Patricia. So Patricia is just out and about just checking in mm-hmm. on you guys, seeing what's going on with a look of concern, but is mm-hmm. there, are there any words exchanged? Are there any plans made? um, I do want to call upon Patricia to go find Schmidt. Okay, so she can track him. Do you say anything in particular, or just kind of express that idea? Um, oi, P- Patricia, there. Roll your uh, Pokemon handling. Uh, what's my handling? nineteen. Yeah, that's great. Okay. Um, Patricia is listening <laughs> to you intently. Yeah. <laughs> go check on Schmidt at the Pokemon Center. Let us know if he's OK. Patricia gives a quiet, uh, affirmative dragon like coup and mm. uh, flies off into the night to try and locate locatement. Anything else for our brave heroes before they just take their slumber? Granted, may I note, Elodie's slumber, not comfortable. She can't get to the bed. She is tied to the wall or tied to the door.
1: Ibody um, want... need to break her uh, Yeah, can somebody get my keys off
2: me?: <laughs> she,
0: she where is she tied to? She's tied Wait, to the door wall. of the cell, okay. with handcuffs, oh. um, and the bed is on the far wall. She cannot reach it. Oh okay, then I'm just gonna I'm gonna <laughs> open my cell door real quick and uh, <laughs> see if I break her out of the cuffs real quick. Okay, sure. Uh, DZ 15 strength, unless you have a tool, which I don't think you do. No, because okay. I think he I don't have access to it. Use your
1: pickaxe. Like- it's in the locker.
0: They took everything out of the locker. Oh uh, yeah. He took um, everything out. That's of like it? a twenty-six. So they put it in
1: yeah. a bag and put it in the locker.
0: Sorry, he took the bag with him. Yeah, I got oh, a twenty-six. Okay. It's fine. Twenty-six will do it. String. It breaks. It doesn't break too loud either. It just kind of. Yeah. um She still has the cuff on her wrist, but not is not connected to the to the yeah. chain. Uh, like if that makes sense. New oh, so bracelet. <laughs> Trust you do what you got to do, Adelie.
1: Hey, Adelie um, has say? the Hoopa
2: ring now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's
1: true. That I trust was... you did everything you wanted to do tonight.
2: Yes. Uh, I was able to recover the Hooper ring, key lime, cabbage, and grape juice, and Patricia.
0: Good. That's good. Glad to hear it. Alright. Our lawyer's coming in the morning. We should be able to rest up, and based on the fact that you have the ring, I think there's not much evidence <laughs> tying us to anything, so...
2: Mm-hmm. So I, I do we'll right. uh, Do I want to do this mm, I'm going to wait for them to be Asleep and then I'm going to try Something uh, and actually mm. Oh yeah I am going to try something Once they're asleep
0: okay Huh I'm sure that They I mean They have to make perception Checks what Please yeah just describe what you want to do and then we'll, we'll figure it out
2: I want to open a hoop, a ring,
0: okay. portal. Yes. Oh, just that.
2: <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I do, I, I do want to open it to somewhere. I just don't know if you want to know where oh. it is now. Or... Yeah, not
0: necessarily. Um. Okay. Yes. Uh, that is something that isn't particularly loud, but per- depending on what you're opening to, could be. So, could you just message it to me or something? Sure. I need to determine the DC. I'll do it in there. Yes. Um. Yeah, we'll say this is a DC 17 perception for the sleepers. Um,
2: Hell
1: yeah. Yeah. Dirty 20, baby. Okay.
0: <laughs> what does Ginley have? Uh, I have a 13. Okay.
2: <laughs> the wrong person.
0: So, Ginley does not notice at all. Cindy, it is up to you on whether or not you like make it known that you know that something's happening you could just pretend to sleep through it for elodie's flavor that's fine
1: i i feel like she'd want to like watch like be curious and if it's something interesting like either go with or do something like do something about it
0: sure yeah we'll say that like however patient elodie was like maybe an hour or so later um elodie shuffles and stands up and uh what cindy can see is that she um takes off the Hoopa bracelet, the gold ring, and throws it within her cell. Um, she has to make two d20 rolls one just a straight d20, the other a dex.
2: Okay. I got a natural 20, and the dex was a 16.
0: Okay, great. Um, Ellie takes off the Hoopa ring and she examines it, and it seems like uh, miraculously it has not, it like didn't take any damage uh, from when it, the portal incident thing happened. Um, it's in good condition. She throws it successfully against the far wall. You hear the sound of birds chirping, bird Pokemon chirping. Uh, you hear the sounds of people speaking in an accent that is very similar to Elodie's. Uh, you hear people kind of spammering uh, food and drink items. They, they say uh, medium cappuccino uh half dozen croissants uh little things are being shouted out um and then after a moment there is kind of like a cackle and a sputter that sounds kind of like mysterious sounding um uh like like a uh, a mystic energy is failing to fully make a connection um and then there and then there's a kind of sound and then you hear the sound of the hoop ring clinking on the floor ping 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 And whatever Elodie was trying to do, for whatever reason, was not fully successful. Oh. Is
1: Elodie back? Like, is Elodie here?
0: Elodie did not uh, transit through a portal. okay. Cindy's aware that she made one, but something didn't quite work.
1: Uh, Cindy, being her unhinged child self, loudly whispers,
2: Hey! Can I help? Oh. Oh! Oh, you're awake. Um... I don't unfortunately think you can help this one, but what I was planning on doing is trying to portal back to my bakery to get a cake for you for your birthday, but I guess it's too far, maybe.
0: Roll, crying. roll a d20. Elodie. <laughs> <a> okay.
2: <laughs> Two. Two.
0: <laughs> um, one more. Just one more. One more. One more.
2: Okay. That was a natural twenty.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, just a, a DM inspiration there. the uh, The Ring portal wasn't; it didn't pick up. Like or you didn't go pick it up. There was clearly something that was incompatible. Something didn't happen. Um, from the ring that's laying on the ground horizontally, uh, uh, a face emerges. Whoop! There's no secret as to what face comes out of this. It's it like not not it didn't even look like a portal came from the ring. Just a face comes out uh, and there is no mistaking that it is uh, the trick master, a.k.a. Hoopa, and it has been eavesdropping on <laughs> on this conversation. Uh, it looks it makes eye contact with Elodie and it poof just vanishes back. And then in just a millisecond later comes the most grandiose seven layer pink and white with brilliant bright sparkling candles. Uh, birthday cake. Uh the, the text on it says happy birthday Gregory, which is not the intended recipient. But uh it arrives from the portal out of Hoopa's hand himself. Um and he is not exiting the ring, but he beholds it this giant cake on his tiny hand, waiting for Ellie to receive it.
2: I will take the cake and say thank you, Hoopa.
0: <laughs> Hoopa goes, <laughs> and then whoop! Vanish vanishes into who knows where. The sparklers are loud. Uh, this definitely wakes Gimli up. He knows. You know something that happened. Uh, there's oh. basically a small <laughs> fire in in cell. Oh God! So. What's is this? What is happening?
1: Hoop a birthday to me. <laughs> <laughs> Hoop a birthday.
0: Uh, and that's where we'll call it. That's the end. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening to the latest episode of Dunsparce and Drampa. Extra special thanks to our two latest patrons being Flaco Fett and Gogogin, or Gogogin, I'm not sure. If you're interested in browsing our merch store, please go on linktree slash dunsparce, L-I-N-K-T-R dot slash dunsparce, and use our brand new discount code. From now until the end of July, you can use code YN202BAA, otherwise you're never too old to be an adventurer, on the merch store for a discount that is 15% off a purchase of $30 or more. Of course, the best thing you can do to support us is just to share this podcast with your friends. If you have any friends that you think might like it, shoot a link their way. Thank you again for listening, and we'll have our next episode out for you on June 27th. We'll see you then. Is impersonation
2: a crime?
0: Real? It should be
2: Identity theft is. Identity theft is
0: a crime that affects millions of people every year. What happened last time? Let's try and go chronologically
1: we got arrested
0: yeah
2: we did do that yeah
0: water it dicks it, it dicks um it dips <laughs> its head it dicks <laughs> it dicks dude it just fucking dicks no <laughs>